We are Unqualified Parenting. We're here to do the work researching topics so that you don't have to. We're a dad and a mom aiming to bring you our own unique perspective from our two very different blended families. Hi, Jen. Happy New Year. In when you guys hear this, it'll be 2021. And Jen everything had her birthday recently, and she's trying to talk about other stuff. Happy birthday. <laughs> Thank you. Your birthday was yesterday. Yep. I brought you some brownies. I know. I love made. them. Do you want to hear and, a story about them? And a new podcast mic stand holder. Stand holder boom, thing. Boom, hold, boom. You ready for me to throw, my, the dynamite? throw my wife and myself under the bus? Yeah. My wife made you those brownies last night. Thanks. And then we ate them. <laughs> so she made a new batch this morning. <laughs> That's awesome. She like gets you ate done, them all. She gets done making them, and I kind of look over at them, and she looks over at me, and she's like, "Realistically, I can make another batch in the morning." <laughs> That's awesome. Done. That's perfect. <laughs> Did you just sit down with fork in the pan? And no, I tried to pretend like, oh, I'm not interested in that. I'm not going to have that. Then once the girls were in bed, I just, two handfuls, I just grabbed <laughs> two handfuls and just went to bed and ate them. <laughs> Sweet. Happy birthday. Thanks. Did you have a good birthday? Yeah. We like just watched TV and sat around literally all day, which I never, ever do. I can't honestly remember the last time I've done that. It's been years, probably. I'm boring. (laughs) That's literally all I do all the time. Anyways. But I'm sure you're doing like laundry or cleaning things or no. No, just literally (laughs) sitting around doing nothing. We we always do like we always have projects. So like I specifically asked Steve, like, can you work on the garage on every day but that day so that we could just hang out? So he's he's in the garage right now working. And he's probably just cussing out some of a bitch. I had to stop for her birthday. That's the last time yeah. I celebrate her birthday. <laughs> yep. Well, good. Yeah, it was great. It was fun. How yeah. was your Christmas? It was really good. Got a lot of awesome stuff. Stuff. Yep. Yep. Same here. Stuff. My, I was happy that my daughter was the most excited. Two things. One was a little camera. It's like one that kids can trash around and not, you know, yeah, like a little camera. And then another one was a book. And she was so excited about it. I mean, she was excited about her other toys too, but like her reaction, biggest reaction was the camera and the book. Yeah. Just cute. We, uh, I talked about it on a few other episodes. I keep asking my daughter if she needs to see Santa. She needs to send a list. She needs to do a phone call. And all year. Nope. 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 I think he knows. I think he knows what I want. Guess who got nothing from Santa? Really? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I told my wife, I was like, if, if she's at that age where she doesn't believe anymore, then I want all that credit. Yeah. And so I think I think it was my daughter calling our bluff. Spoiler alerts for kids oh, in the yeah. room. They shouldn't be listening to this anyway, you guys. Come on. Yeah, and if Come any kids on. are still listening, I killed Santa. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, so she like she like got up and like she got 
the same amount of stuff she would have got if Santa had come. Yeah. But her little 13-year-old face looking around like, oh, all right. <laughs> all right. All right. If I don't see Santa, he doesn't come. But but she... I don't think she cares. <laughs> but so she knew he wasn't real. I don't know. She hasn't come out to say it. Oh. And I haven't come out to ask her. I just huh. always go... It's going to be really weird if you wake up and there's nothing from Santa because you didn't reach out to him. A uh, blended family story about that. <laughs> my husband was asked by my stepdaughter, who is 11, does Santa exist? Oh, really? And exist or real? Is he real? Yeah. I mean. Because uh, he exists within each of us. Bleh. But... <laughs> uh, the bio mom recently had said, let's try to make this be her last Christmas because I think she's going to get suspicious. Like, like ever? For Sa- okay. With Santa. Right. Um, <laughs> don't murder the kid just because just cause you need to like hide You don't it. believe? Uh, well, we you got to hide you anymore. Santa skeletons in your closet. Yep. So instead of coming clean, don't just murder, murder your kid. kids. Don't murder your um, kids. So she'd like specifically asked, like, we could tell her after, but let's try to. So then it puts my husband in this really awkward position because he doesn't want to lie and he doesn't care. He's like, she's the age, like, mm-hmm. where it's fine. Um, and for him, like, finding out wasn't a big deal. But for the bio mom, it was like a huge deal and yeah. very dramatic, which I remember mine was a big deal too. Like, it happens. Uh, but if she's flat out asking, so he was like, well, what do you think? You know, and just didn't lie, but didn't really say and just said, like, all that matters is what you believe and left it at that. But it was like the perfect opportunity to just be like, nope, he doesn't. The end. Yep. Let's you know, move on. You know what we should have done together this year? What? I should have drafted up, created some cool little Santa letters Saying, hey, this is your last year. You've graduated. Now you get to know the secret of Santa and how Santa works. We could have done the whole thing with presents. That would have been cute. Yeah. Yeah. (coughs) But my old mom wanted to be there when she knows and wants to be, like, tell her. She's like, I need to see her heart crack. (laughs) Just cracking (laughs) half. Because she's worried it's going to be a big thing, which it, it might be, but... If you make it into a big thing, then it's for sure going to be a big thing because you made it into a big thing instead of just like letting life happen. Yeah, it's like it's like telling her Santa's not real is like the same importance of telling her that like, oh, your parents are getting divorced. Grandpa died. Your pet got hit by a car. Santa's not real. Of course, you're going to panic. Yeah. Yes. So it was it was that was our but she believed and he brought her lots of things and it's fine so yeah we were like getting ready to like set stuff out and i was like what are we getting her from santa and mikhail's like i didn't plan on anything because she gave us a list and we got her what was on the list and she didn't make another list Mm. and she didn't send so we got her some stuff that wasn't on there some like she needed a new blow dryer a new straightener stuff like that yeah that's cute but nothing from santa yeah i'm looking at her little face you could tell she was just she was ready, waiting, and nothing happened. <laughs> so I think we both call each other's bluff this year. So it's a wash. Do you think year. next year she's going to write a letter then? Or? No, not a chance. No. All right. She's, she's sober. 
she's smart and she's smart enough to not rock the boat. <laughs> yeah. Well, good. Yeah. Glad you had a good Christmas. Me good too. Whatever. Me too. This is our year in review episode. <laughs> Talk about like important things that we felt like we've learned this year. Nothing. Moving on. <laughs> like I feel like every podcast does like a year in review. Because you progressively learn more and more and progressively become a better parent? The goal. Yes. Well, <laughs> I guess then we're done. So how do you want to do this? Like your top five lessons? One, two, three. Oh, my God. Seven. This is why I top found it in all seven. the time. You're in here with an alphabetized numerical <laughs> chronological list. Yep. What's your number one? Well, I didn't do them in order of importance. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> but one that I realized isn't on here that I think is important for blended families, especially with Christmas just happening is to be fair, but not be equal. Yeah. And there's no such thing as equal. Like, uh, my stepdaughter from Santa, like Santa gifts are twice as much money is spent on her than my daughter. And how much we spent on her as well was slightly more. And could you imagine if your little toddler got all that money towards Christmas? Yes, she doesn't need it. She wouldn't touch it like half the stuff. She loves every toy that she got. And I've put all of her other toys like in the closet because I do toy rotation. So right now, pretty much all the toys that are out are like Christmas toys. And she is so excited every day to come home and like play with them and do things with them. And I think it would be overwhelming if we did that much more. And it would be very sad for the other kid to get that much less. Yeah. Just because the the amounts had to be equal. Yeah. And so what's fair is that my two-year-old got awesome gifts that she loved. And my 11-year-old stepdaughter got awesome gifts that she loved. That's fair. They're both happy. It was not even remotely equal. No. And that's okay. No, and it never will be. And some years might flip-flop. Yeah, exactly. To be honest, yeah. Sometimes they're going to want something that's way more expensive than the other kid. And they don't know any better. And that's okay. You don't have to try to match it. You know, maybe you're paying a lot of money to help put a kid through college. And maybe that's kind of factored in a little bit. Maybe you don't get as much because you've been paying thousands towards college. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't try to be fair and equal. Just fair and not equal. Yeah. Yeah. That's Because a, a lot of blended families struggle with that, especially the, the bio parent who has their kid part-time. They definitely want to make sure everything's fair. Yeah. And I think it's it's hard to try to not push for that like exact even answer, but life's, life's not fair. Well, not it's only okay. that, but like... Your kids might not value the same things. No. And they might have a a love language that's very different where, you know, buying someone a video game, they're ecstatic. If you bought the other one a video game, they might not be ecstatic. But if you said, hey, let's sit down and draw horses. Yeah. That does it. It costs zero dollars, but they're just as happy as the kid with the $60 video game. Yep. Yep. 
And that was not on your list. Nope. <laughs> okay, cool. It's going to be a short episode, by the way. What's your next one? Um, to pick your battles. That's a very good one. And that goes for not just spouses, but for your kids, too. Yep. Like, there's sometimes my daughter's like, I want pumpkin bread. And she barely touched her dinner, but we'd already been in, like, three fights about other more important things. So I say, here you go. There you go. Or, like, I'll be at work, and my daughter will ask, hey, can I have this snack? Hey, can I have this treat? Sure. Because I know if I say no, you're going to do it anyways. (laughs) And I'd rather not have (laughs) to fight about it. (laughs) So, yes. (laughs) Go ahead. Yep. Same with your spouse. Especially when it comes to, like, the stepkids. Mm -hmm. Like, pick your battles. Yep. Pick them wisely. And understand that if you notice your spouse is letting some stuff go, you also need to kind of return the favor and let some stuff go. Yeah. Yes. And be appreciative if you see them like kind of sighing, but also like trying to put on a happy face and going with the flow. Like say, hey, thanks. Thanks for being chill when our plans got thrown out the window. Yeah. Thanks for not being... Too mad when you wanted to go to Target by yourself so you could listen to podcasts, and I volunteered Aubrey to go with you. <laughs> that was very specific. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, just random <laughs> examples. <laughs> I felt so bad. Oh, uh, did she give you the look? Like, what she was like, ready to go. And I was like, done. hey, Aubrey, grab your stuff. You should go. You got money. Go spend some money. Oh, <laughs> and then yeah. And I was like, what's wrong? She's like, I needed some alone time. <laughs> oh, I was like, oh, well, I can tell Aubrey not to come. Well, it's too well, late now, it's, yeah. So now I haven't, it, you know. Good she's job. Probably, she's probably gone 400 times to Target since then. Good job. And I haven't volunteered. Good job. Yeah, that's right. what I learned. That was a lesson I learned. Yeah. Shut my mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good job. Um, Should I go to my next one? Yes. Uh, Reassure kids that you love them even when they're being shitbags. Hey, you dumb shitbag. I love you. <laughs> like... My stepdaughter had a fit recently where she was literally slamming one of my tools against the cement floor outside out of sheer rage and not being able to shovel up dog poo. (laughs) And I went out there and I, I matched her anger level with my loudness for a second just to like get her attention and then slowly calmed it back down and talked to her normal and I reassured her, it's 100% normal to get this mad. I have felt this mad mm-hmm. where I want to break things and scream and cry because she was also screaming and crying into the sky. And, and I love you, and this is totally normal, and I gave her a hug, but it's my job to make sure you don't break things, especially when they're not your things to break. Or yourself. Yeah, or that. <laughs> so, like... Even though she was, like, at that level where I wanted to, like, come out there and... Just beat her ass. Yeah. <laughs> I still, like, reassured her that this feeling is normal and As I still screaming, love you. This is okay. <laughs> this is normal. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So, like, even when they're being assholes because that's that's been a fear in her past and she hasn't brought it up for a while is like now everyone's mad at me nobody likes me like no me liking you and loving you has absolutely nothing to do with how mad mad i am at you right now yeah 
nothing to do with it. So I've been sure, even though like it's very clear, like you're in trouble, I still love you, but I'm mad right now. Yep. Yeah. In our house, it's you give a hug before bed, no matter what. Yeah. A hug. I love you. Yep. It's good. Fucking figure your shit out. Stop. Good night. Breaking Sh- things. Good night, shit bag. <laughs> uh, another one is setting boundaries with confidence, even if you feel bad for the other people. Because mm-hmm. if you don't set that boundary, you're just going to resent them. And just be be honest with your needs. Like, it's so frustrating when someone's like, well, can't we just do that? Well, can't. Well, and it's like you're arguing and you're like, if you would have just come out and said, right. I want to do this this way, then I would have been like, oh, okay. Yeah. Not that big of a deal. But when you're like, make it into a discussion, mm-hmm. then I'm going to make it into a discussion. That was me Sunday. Go on. So sometimes we'll wake up and I'll be like, hey, I got to run here and here. I'll be back. And they're all like, okay, we want to come. Okay, get in the car. And then they both add like three or four stops each to the trip. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? I wanted to be gone 30 minutes. Yeah. And we've been out for Got four video hours. video games to play, you guys. So like I had some stuff I wanted to do Saturday. Didn't get it done. So uh. I woke up Sunday and I told him, I said, look. I said, Mikkel, I need your help at the hardware store. I need to go to two stores. I'm going home. And Aubrey wanted to come, and I said, I'm just doing two stores, and I'm going home. I'm not going anywhere else. Just two stores. And as we were in the car, Mikhail goes, well, I really want to stop at Target. And I said, <laughs> I said I was only going to two stores because I need to get home because I want to do this stuff. She was like, that is that's true. That's very true. Yeah, good. Instead of just good. going, ah, fine, but then secretly in your head, like resenting mm-hmm. her and the situation, that's good. I actually saw a post on Pinterest or Instagram recently and I do it all the time. And it's like, if you feel like you need attention, just say, Hey, I need attention. (laughs) Even though it sounds really stupid and cheesy, but if you're honest and like you felt distant from your spouse or busy or whatever lately, just tell them I need attention. And like they'll roll your, their eyes like, okay, are you a kitty? Like what's going on? But like, you know when you feel like, hey, look at me. That's like what does. She'll come up to me. She'll be like, I'm needy. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, go away. <laughs> You're like, ew. <laughs> and I'll do it with her. Like, like, if she's typing or reading something, she can't hear you. It's Her brain just <laughs> shuts off. And so I used to get really frustrated because I'd say something, and then she'd want me to repeat it. Then I decided I'm not fucking repeating it anything you didn't hear me that is your loss now i've said give me a minute you know let me know when you got a minute i've oh, got nice. something to show you this real quick i yeah. want you to see this funny thing i want you to see this stupid thing and so i found that if i like tell her like i need a minute this is why yeah she can figure out priority in her head and if it's something that's like immediate she can give me immediate attention and if it's something that's not she can push me off for the whole day sounded really sad at the end (laughs) that's good though yeah it's like uh you know we talk about respectful parenting it's almost like respectful spousing marriage respectful spousing spousing is the technical term i see i have a degree in it spousing sounds weird i don't like it respectful it's like jousting respectful respectful jousting marriaging merging 
Mm-hmm. Mm, done. Mm. Nailed it. Um, kids are people too and are allowed to be grumpy or snacky or sleepy or whatever, just like we are, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. They don't need to be happy. You don't need to be like, good smile, Ew. step you too. Ew. Just say, it sounds like you're grumpy. Maybe you should go hang out in your room today. Yep. Let them be grumpy. It's fine. We Grumpy's a big word in our house, and it's totally okay to say I'm grumpy, and it's totally okay for someone to say, you seem like you're grumpy. And if you are, we just kind of kick you out of the house and ignore you for a while. Yeah, go away. Go be grumpy somewhere else. Yeah, with and especially with like COVID, and we're all inside, and we're all next to each other, and we're all, well, I, mm-hmm. think, I think we've all had to learn to be really communicative. That's um, good. I slept like shit. I'm in a bad mood. Everyone fuck off. <laughs> good morning, though. Shit bags. <laughs> Um, to admit when you need a break and actually take it, even if you only have your kid a third of the time and you're a step parent and you feel like, oh, but I need to bond with them and I don't see them for a week. And if you're not in the space to do it, nothing's going to magically change that. Just take a break. And not only that, but like, like kids know they get it. Like, like a kid would rather like miss you and be doing something else than be with you. And have you been an and asshole? feel ignored. Or yeah, maybe you're a little grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. Dick bag. <laughs> Shit bag. Shit dick. <laughs> that's something else entirely. Oh. <laughs> bag bag. No, that's not it. What was I going to say? I don't know. I ruin, I ruin all of our episodes. <laughs> I'll like do some dumb something and then we both like, Ooh. <laughs> I was going to say something and I don't remember. Do you have any more on your list? So, uh, this was supposed to be to build a village, but I put, I love my village, which is cute. Past me. Good job. Build your village and have different people for different things. And I've learned that it's really important for me to have like certain things in my friendships and what I'm not willing to put up with in those as well. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I don't think people realize how important it is to have a village and like, there are certain things like, like my brother-in-law, uh, Gary, like we're constantly trading books that we listen to and having a friend that I do that with. I used to have this friend that I would trade podcasts to listen to, but he just doesn't fucking care anymore. So (laughs) I know. So I might have to find a new friend for that. But, like, there's certain things. Sarcasm, folks. Sarcasm. <laughs> there's certain things that I, like, like, it's important for me to have a friend that I share books with. And if I don't have that, and it's been different friends at different times, but if I don't have somebody that I'm, like, trading books with, mm-hmm. it makes me sad. And I don't like it. And I will seek that out. Yeah. And there's different, I'm trying to think of more examples. Graphic design is a good one. Like if I'm like, oh, they used papyrus. Like Cody's like the only person that would know what the hell I'm talking about. Did you see that Saturday Night Live with Ryan Gosling where he's upset that they used papyrus for the Avatar Mm -hmm. logo? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just the best Saturday Night Live 
And at least my husband laughed at it because he he's heard me talk about papyrus so often. But but there's certain things like graphic design is such a big part of my life and marketing that if I didn't have a Cody to share that with, then I would specifically seek out a person to yeah. do that with. Yeah, you got to fill those voids. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I don't, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Building your village. Yeah. Yes. Build your village. So important. Figure out who you need. Don't be afraid like, to kick people out. Yeah. I I love, like, I have a couple friends that have toddlers. Our kids are almost the exact same age. And then I have your wife, who has a tween. Oh, and you have a teen no, now. I've got to kick her out. Yep, I can't be her friend anymore. But, like, I can talk about the different phases in life with those people. And if I didn't have, like, somebody to vent or compare or talk to, yeah. again, I would have to seek that out. And I've learned like which things are that important to me that I need a friend that can fulfill that for me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's a lot of personal growth. Yeah. It's really good. Thanks. My top things I learned, probably one is patience, but not in the short term. (laughs) (laughs) That as well, but more long term. Like, Like realizing that like, everything just kind of averages out you know like just be patient in the long term can you give us an example of what the hell you're talking about so aubrey with her potty accidents Ah. that we've been dealing with since she was five Mm -hmm. and we've been working with Uh and the solution that we have come to is she does her own laundry and she deals with all of that on her own yeah and i've learned that I've just got to be patient and I just have to know she's going to figure it out. This yeah. is something I can't do for her. Yeah. With therapy, doctors, it just comes down to her. Yeah. And so like being patient with that stuff or like with school, like she's, you know, she's struggling this term, but yeah. that struggle's kind of part of it. Mm-hmm. And if I just jump in there all the time. So, you know, what I've had to start doing is if I notice stuff's missing, I'll be like, hey, did you know you're missing a few assignments here and there? And she'll go, no. And I'll go, okay, well, you should. You don't have to do them, but just know that they're not done. Mm-hmm. And then I walk away, and that's hers. Good. It's hers, too. So it sounds like you've kind of, like, are realizing she's a person, too. I guess, well, I always knew she was a person, but more... At some point as a parent, you're no longer responsible. Yeah, yeah. That that's responsibility a way to put it. transfers. And so you go from almost total control to just kind of guidance. Yeah. And so it's been transitioning into that guidance role. It's mm. kind of been hard this year, but coronavirus made it a little bit easier because I got to see her work ethic, I yeah. got to see her kick ass at school. I got to see her do better around the home and deal with this weird thing and adapt and start, you know, reaching out to friends and including friends. I got to see this that made it a little bit easier for me to say, okay, the control is not on me anymore. The control's on you mm-hmm. and I'm just here for help. That's it. Yeah. I, I think that coronavirus, while obviously it's horrible and I would never, you know, wish that this round two, let's go. <laughs> But I feel like for relationships and technology, technological advancements, 
have jumped forward because of this pandemic. Like me and Steve always had a great relationship. So when we were stuck together, like I felt even closer to him because I felt like we were battling this together and it was a big thing and it was hard and we both went through different hardships with it. But a lot of couples, I feel like they had a big blowout and were able to overcome it. And it was probably something that would have taken another three or four years to come to a head. But instead, you're in such close proximity with each other. Well, that a lot of those couples, and no judgment either way, but a lot of those couples, you would never get to a head. Because a lot of people cope with a lot that they shouldn't. Yeah. And, you know, you'd go off and you'd find your coping mechanism and they'd find their coping mechanism and you'd never talk about and it. And confrontation is hard. But it's so it's like so necessary. So necessary to communicate. Yeah. And growth and yeah. Have, you kind of have to butt heads to figure or it out. Or some people didn't make it through this and they're divorced. And yeah. again, that probably would have happened anyway, but it probably would have taken a lot longer. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I feel like it's pushed everything like, okay, let's get it all out. Let's figure this shit out because we have to. Or if it's going to end, it ends. There were also less babies born this year. You said the opposite. I did. I thought <laughs> I thought this would be like baby central. But yeah. they announced numbers today, and it's like a lot of states have actually declined, which is I think it's because people are like, I don't want to fucking have a baby, and no. no one can visit you. No. It's scary that, and sad. Your wife has to, like, deliver on her own, and you got to do this stuff. Yeah. Right? Congratulations to those of you who had babies during this time, though. <laughs> You're champions. You deserve, like, like World you deserve War awards. badges. Yeah. But, uh, I couldn't do it. But. Badge of honor or something. Yeah. I think those are my, my big lessons. Yeah. It's just... Long-term patience. Most parents, you know, you practice short-term patience because you're going from one disaster to the next. Yeah. But that long-term to be like, okay, we can just kind of let things go for a bit. Yeah. Um, speaking of potty accidents, guess who is withholding their poo? Mm, Finley. Yep, and because of this podcast and your situation, I'm like, we gotta get on this now. <laughs> like, call the doctor because uh, we. She's no longer napping. Mm. She's having quiet time now yeah. for 30 minutes in her room. But she has gone from last Wednesday to today with only poo accidents, zero pee pee accidents. Yeah, and she's been in car rides. Several times we went to the store today in just underwear and a dress and she was totally fine. So her potty training's going awesome, but she will hold her poo because she doesn't want to poo in the potty. So I called the doctor and the doctor said, no more monkeys jumping on the bed. But he also That's said, so to- <laughs> 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 was so- you even knew it was dumb as you were like bringing it up. You're like, Here's the uh, <laughs> goddamn! It's coming out of my mouth. It's not as bad as uh, <laughs> Rudolph the Red Nose yes. Reindeer. What was it? Rudolph Nose Reindeer. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Deer. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he said to do half a cap full of Miralax because after a day, it starts to get really hard 
and then it hurts to poo. So they finally do go poo, and then it's even worse than they imagined because it freaking hurts. And oh. one of her poos was like a rock hard. It was like a four inch diameter, just rock hard but ball. Not only that it stretches everything out. And yeah, you can't hold it anymore. Yes, yes. So I'm jumping on it early. I've given her Miralax a couple times in the last seven days. Um, she has she gets put in a pull up for quiet times. And she's probably going to be choosing those times to go poo, Mm -hmm. which sucks, but it's better than withholding. She has gone poo a few times in the potty now, which is good, Uh, but she she pees like a champ. Zero pee-pee accidents. She's doing amazing. She's like fully pee-pee potty trained. Maybe you should just call poop. P two <laughs> rebranding. You're you're a mar- you're a marketing. That's true. Rebrand the whole experience of pooping as oh you're just doing a PP number two. We did. We are trying to bribe her with marshmallows for poopoos in the potty. For PP, she gets stickers. For poopoos, for chocolate, you get chocolate. You know, maybe what I'm you're saying? not using the right carrot. Maybe you need a different carrot. Maybe I thought. I mean, marshmallows are like. The best treats her. She's too right. So you could put the money in the piggy bank and then take it all right back out (laughs) and just keep giving her the same money. (laughs) Oh, I could try money. I don't know. It's so hard because you don't really know the no one really knows the reason, and they don't even really get the reason. No, and some people like what I've been reading is like she's just not ready to poo in the potty, so you just deal with the poos for yep. a while, and then eventually she'll want to do it. And then you read Sucks. the stories like mine, where it's like, yeah, they're thirteen and they're still dealing with it. Yeah, you know, when I was reading, I came across stories where it's like, yeah, my son's in college, yeah, still has sucks. issues. And it, it does make you wonder if it's from the neglect early on from your ex, like that maybe being stuck in that situation, it become like some sort of weird comfort or maybe... Or is it just a constant cycle of withholding and it hurts and you withhold and then it stretches yeah. out and then you can't hold it and then you get embarrassed or you're trying to hold, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's no way to know. Yeah, so I'm, I'm trying really hard to like not have things stretch out and to not... I could make you a list of restaurants downtown and <laughs> clear out that problem. I've been doing prune juice mixed with apple juice because she hates straight prune juice. Fiber you foods. Tried putting a poop knife over there? <laughs> oh, you guys should search the poop knife story on Reddit my wife, if you have not read that. My wife brought it up to my daughter the other day. <laughs> And my goes, what's a poop knife? <laughs> and it just reminded me I need to sit down and let her read it. Yeah, you do. She's going to be in tears laughing. It's so good. <laughs> I'll put a link to the poop knife story. If there's anything that can start 2021 off right, <laughs> it's, a poop it's knife. the poop knife. Oh, man. So I'll put a link to the poop knife story in the description. That way everyone can poop knife it up. Yeah. So we hope you've also learned a lot this year. And, oh, uh, we actually got added to a new Spotify uh, podcast playlist created by the Mom Hour, who she was one of my inspirations to start a podcast in the first place. And it's, uh, I need to look it up, but it's like moms don't let other moms run out of podcasts. Yes, that's what it is. And we're 
in that list. I'll throw a link yes. in the description. So if you are looking for other podcasts that you might want to listen to. You can open this list and just listen to ours and no one else's. <laughs> uh, do you have any segments? I don't have any segments. I have one. Yeah? Um, nope. <laughs> <sighs> Segments. <laughs> I need to label those. Yeah, you do. Uh, it's it's more of just a story, so we'll just do a story, but it's, it's definitely a, a, a parenting win. Okay. So... I've been telling her for like a couple months. Finley. Finley, yes. Uh, that we're going to be going to the dentist soon. And you have to say, ah, and they're going to open your mouth and they're going to look at all your teeth and your tongue. And a couple of her stories that she has, like bedtime books, they talk about the dentist. So we'll read that one and I'll say, this is what you're going to do. You're going to go here. Do and- you just show her videos of your old work? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, but I finally took her to the dentist. It was her first appointment ever. And I found uh, specific like pediatric dentistry and they have amazing reviews. They're Berg's. If you're in Utah, Berg's is amazing with kids. She got a cape. Ooh, yeah, like a nice cool. cape, which is really cool. So she went there and they're so cute. They were showing her the little cleaning tool they're going to be using on her teeth. And they're and they're like touched each of her fingers with it so she could see what it felt like and then they turned it on because it spins fast and they're like it kind of tickles and this is just gonna tickle your teeth but here's how it feels on your finger and like she was so good and That's the cool. dentist kept saying like she's so good she's doing so well and I'm like yeah it's her first visit and they're like wow. really and she opened her mouth when they told her to and she even like because they were letting her sit because kids are uncomfortable and I pointed the tv on the ceiling and I said looks like elf's on if you want to lay down and she's like yeah yeah so she laid down and she was even holding the tool and like helping them <laughs> clean her teeth and like both like the dental assistant and the dentist were both like she's doing so good like she's awesome and they gave her extra toys that's cool yeah and and they're like come back anytime you're such a good kid and then as we were leaving i was like okay time to go and she's like to another dentist (laughs) i said no we're going home and she's asked to go to the dentist like six times. That's then. really good. Yeah, she did so good. That's one of those things like so many people neglect teeth no. health. And it's yeah. because of bad experiences as kids. Yeah, it's and scary. And there's so much of the rest of your body health that is based on your dental health. Oh, yeah. Like like, like your heart. Healthy teeth, healthy body. Yeah. Healthy, unhealthy body doesn't always mean unhealthy teeth. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it doesn't flip around. Yeah, I got lucky with Aubrey because she ended up getting that, you know, her tooth rotted out. So she had to go to the dentist early and get it checked at and looked at. And then it just, I just told her we needed to, we need to get all the, all the bugs, get all the bugs out of your teeth. Yeah, that's a good way to put it too. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think I ever took her to a pediatric one, but. A lot of parents like. They're on the way to the doctor, and they'll just be like, hey, we have to go to the doctor today. And, and the like, kid's oh, like, oh, shit. shit. Last time I was there, I got, I got stabbed with a needle. Yeah. I got shots. 
looked at me. Like, how would you feel if I picked you up from your house and said, by the way, you're going to the doctor and I didn't tell you why or Ooh, anything. Let's like, <laughs> fix everything. <laughs> so, yeah, I felt like it was it a was big win for That's sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And the more positive that stays, like kids and teeth, man. Kids and teeth. Keep their teeth healthy. They mm-hmm. stay healthy. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. I'll give you a. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Putting it in. That one. That was a good one. I pressed it extra. Thanks for listening to us all year. Yeah, we've uh, we've grown a lot here at Unqualified Parenting. We've interviewed a lot of really cool people. Yeah, and, and we have more that we're going to interview next year that you know, are yeah we've already done, they're set already up on, to go. Yep, set up, and they're really qualified unlike us we've done some cool <laughs> topics um our families have grown and changed and yeah there's a lot a lot that happens that yeah you guys get to be a part of that we kind of forget a lot of the time and your guys's letters to us really mean a lot letters, your comments on instagram like emails instagram super appreciate it so thank you yeah so I won't tell you to like, subscribe, or do anything because I you're will. already doing enough. Do it. So do less. <laughs> no, do it. Okay. Rate us. <laughs> um, if you have questions, topics, concerns, you can send that to us at hello at unqualifiedparenting.com. Hit us up on all the socials. Mm-hmm. Social media. Our Instagram handle is at unqualifiedparenting. Yeah, that'll, that'll be it for us. At the end of this year, and you're hearing us in the new year. Welcome to 2021. Yeah, isn't it crazy? All the stuff that's already happened in 2021. I mean, you thought 2021 was whack. The virus is now gone. Yeah, (laughs) you didn't see that coming. Bill Gates is president because he was in a disguise the whole time. (laughs) And you all voted for him like idiots. Space is now underwater. And underwater is now the space. Space octopus. Coming to a theater near you. <laughs> Number four, my leg grew back. Yes. But my arm fell Cody's off. Cody's actually a starfish this whole time. Gross. Yeah, Bye. Like, <laughs> see you later, folks. <laughs>